Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can you get to the next level? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Take action. Let's make it happen. All right. Hey, what do you think? I think we should be uh, also promoting the Twitter, like, right up front here, too. We probably should. Join the conversation. I mean, you have questions. We have answers. And if we don't, we have a nice little following, especially on our Facebook page. Um, Building the Twitter page uh, following here. I guess less and less people are using Twitter these days. I don't know. I don't know. But still, Twitter. At Business Bros Pod. Right. Or Facebook at CS First. So join the conversation. Ask the questions. Yeah, There's people not? out there who have answers just as well as we do, and you might find some accountability um, on that page to help you get to where yeah, you want to go. I was gonna say, I really hope that we're building a community here where people reach out to each other, and you know, we connect people that are looking for different types of service with one another. You know, we have Jose who is uh, the loan officer over at Stearns. You know, somebody's looking for a loan. That might be their guy. All right. We, we got Saul. We got Saul. Yep. Yeah, with Legacy. Uh, Saul. Legacy IR. Right. Yep. I mean, all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of people in our network um, in multiple industries, whether it's health and fitness. I mean, pretty much anything that you want to talk about when it's business related, contractors, whatever, they're on, they're on our Facebook page. So, you know, See get us out first. There. See us first. Talk to people. See us first, and we'll get you hooked up with the right people. Exactly. Or you can shoot us an email, right? Hernan at csfirst.com or James at csfirst.com. And we'll reach out into you know our networks and get you hooked up with people that can get get in contact with you and help solve your problem, whatever it is that you're looking for. Yes, sir. All right. So what is our topic today? All right. We're going to talk about why you struggle at the beginning of each year. Ooh. Are people struggling at the beginning of each year? Yeah, man. People struggle all the time, but more so at the beginning of the year especially right after christmas at least Ouch. people in sales professions i think right for sure in sales professions well you know it, it, in general i think people tend to struggle there's a lot of credit <laughs> card debt that happens during the holidays mm. uh, a lot of uh black friday sales and then during Good christmas point. sales and then christmas itself and then right. you know buyer's remorse <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> but they acquire all this debt or or they have obligations or they take vacations and times time off when the kids are off school mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that happen in this last end of the year that trickles into the beginning of the year right 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 that makes sense and that's why a lot of times people have these new year's resolutions that they pretty much don't stick to but they're they're 
fueled by the fact that so much has happened in the fourth quarter that now they got to do work really hard to get out of it. That makes a lot of sense. It's like those last three months of the year where you're putting everything off and saying, I'll worry about it when the next year comes. I'll worry about it at the beginning of the next year, et cetera, and so on. All that stuff starts to pile up, and then the beginning of the year comes, and you're like, oh, crap. Like Now I actually have to deal with everything I said I was going to deal with three months ago. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle, right? I mean, towards the end of the year, you put it off, and then at the beginning of the year, you stack it all on and say, okay, now I got to you know buckle down and get going. right? But either way, you're progressing it. You're pushing it to the next level. right? So what's the solution to that? All right, so first of all, let's talk about Q4, right? How many actual working days are left in the fourth quarter? Oh, I mean, we're like in the middle of October at this point, so... We lost we, we lost some time there. Yeah, we got two weeks left, or two or three weeks left in October, and then another month in November, another month in... I mean, what is that? You're talking like 70, 80 days or so. All right, so this activity is going to require you to bust out the calendar. So you can do this digitally, but it's always better if you have an actual paper calendar in front of you. Three months... You make a paper noise. There you go. A paper calendar right in front of you. So that way we can we can work on this calendar together. You can kind of tee it off here and mark some things on it. And then by the end of this uh, episode today, you should know exactly how many days you have left to work and what you should be doing on those days and what you should be doing on the days that you're not working. All right. So let's see. Uh, Q4. We have about 12 weeks left in Q4. Right. So we're, we're about, about right. We're about um, all close to middle of uh, October here. And so we got about 12 weeks left. So if you multiply that out times seven. Right. That's 84 days left until the end of the year. Now, if you have 84 days left, those are not 84 working days. Right. We still, like we said, you got some major holidays that are coming up. You got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's, and you even got little ones like uh, Veterans Day or Halloween where you're not taking weeks off, but you're still taking days off, right? But none, that's only like three or five days. No, I mean, so no, I'm, I'm from no. 84, I'm down to 79. I still no got plenty way, of time. No way, no way. First of all, Christmas. You can pretty much scratch off the whole week of Christmas. Kids are on vacation, you know, there's not a lot of people who are actually working. You know who works a lot in the week of Christmas? Scrooge. Re- wait, Scrooge. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Retail, right? Retail works a lot the week of Christmas. Yeah. But if you're in a sales profession, you might feel the urge to work really hard. But guess what? Your clients don't. Mm. If you're insurance, the carriers take time off. Yep, that's right? true. The, your clients are not willing to talk to you during this time about business. They're too busy you know, bringing family in, staying home with the kids. So as much as you want to work on these days, those are really not going to be productive days. So on your calendar, the week of Christmas, I want you to scratch that off. The whole the, week. The whole week. Same thing with Thanksgiving, right? I mean... Thanksgiving is on a Thursday, but usually on Sunday, the flights start to come in, mm-hmm. you have family that shows up, and you're showing them around, whatever it is. Makes sense. You know, yep. Th- yep. That week is gone. Nobody's going to talk to you during that week. I mean, you might get in some work like on Monday, maybe, maybe like half of Tuesday, and that's maybe. it. But be honest with yourself, right? If you are going to work, great. But chances are your client base is not going to be available, and you're probably not going to work as much as you think you are. So what you're telling me is take another marker and scratch off the entire week of Thanksgiving as well. Same thing, right? And then 
Same with New Year's. New Year's tends to follow exactly a week after Thanksgiving, after uh, Christmas, mm-hmm. right? And it's the end of the year. So you have people still in town. You have vacation. Kids are not in school at this time. So mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. probably have some babysitting issues or you're going on vacation again, or your clients are going on vacation. If you're in real estate, people don't really want to move towards the end of the year. Do people move? Yes. Right. Do people sell? Yes. But it's not as common as it is throughout the rest of the year. So just understand that. The week of Thanksgiving, the week of Christmas, the week of New Year's, cross them all off. All right. So That's we were 21 days down. We were talking. Yep. We we're at 79. Well, we we're at 84. And then we're taking away 21 days. 21. Okay. All right. Now we're down to 63. Okay. Now you got to take out the weekends because let's be honest. Most of us don't work weekends. I know it's I true. got some real estate agents out there that are going to hustle and bustle and they're going to have open houses, you know, during the weekend. And that's sure, sure. great. Um, but again, really look at your calendar and are you truly, truly going to work with yourself, work on those days? So this is one of those things where you just got to be honest with yourself. If you are going to hold open houses on those days, by all means, go out there and do it. That's a great. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you're, you're just adding days. To you're your adding schedule. days to your schedule that are available to work. Mm-hmm. But for other industries or other other agents that don't do open houses or whatever it might be, you know, cross off those days. That's twelve weekends. 24 days 24 days so we just went from 63 minus 24 39 39 days so you have 39 days now even there i don't know what you're going to do on halloween are you going to do something halloween day halloween day this year what is it lands on wednesday it lands on a wednesday so if you have kids you're probably not going to work on halloween day probably gonna get stuff ready around mm. the house right i don't know if you guys do halloween parties that might be on the 26th you might be losing a couple days here and there yeah, i'm not on exactly how hard sure you party. right it depends on how hard you party you also got veterans day coming up and a lot of places are going to be closed so if you're in the mm-hmm. insurance industry the carriers are going to be closed on that day yeah. So, you know, I mean, and if you're in the real estate industry, the escrow offices are going to be closed. You're not going to close any transactions. Banks are going to be closed. Banks are going to be closed. So you're not going to close any transactions that take day. out another two days, maybe three days. And now you're down to like 36, 37 days left in the month in the quarter. I'm sorry. In the quarter. So you have those actual days. So on your calendar, I want you to red X, big giant red X, the days that you're not working and leave the days that you are working open. Right. And those are the days that you need to focus your attention on. Those are the days that you can pick up the phone and you can start making appointments. Those are the days that you're going to go out and do your listing appointments. Those are the days that you can transact. Uh, if you're an insurance agent, those are the days you can deal with the carriers or the deal. Those are the days that your clients are going to want to talk to you. Right. Thirty six days left in the month, in the quarter. Thirty six days. That's not a lot of time to get a lot of stuff done in fourth quarter. And if you're really thinking about it, I mean, think about the procrastination mentality that most of us have, right? We just talked about it at the beginning. You tend to push things off to later. So if you only have 36 days to work and on one of those days, you're like, okay, you know what? My kid's going to have an awards assembly or, um, you know what? We're just going to take the day off and we're going to go sightseeing, whatever it is. There's another day that just drops off and another day that just drops off. And, when you when you realize how many how many few days you actually have to work in the fourth quarter, you start to realize why a lot of people struggle at the beginning of the year, right? I mean, you're limited here. You don't have very many days. So take your calendar, draw a big red X on the days you're not going to be working, and now we can focus our attention on the days that we are going to be working on, right? 
and those days are just going to be that much more what um, motivated. You you just have to be that much more motivated. You just have to be that much more disciplined to get those things done to do the things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do them right right that's when you're picking up the phone and you're setting your appointments focus your those days on setting the appointments these are the days that you're gonna you're you're only available to work so focus your attention on setting the appointments the lead generation and the relationship building and then talking to clients you're gonna do these in a, in a little bit different way you still want to do those on those working days too but you want to focus the major part of your attention on setting the appointments so real estate agents you want to be out there setting listing appointments as much as you can even if you can the, the best thing you do is get the listing agreement even if your seller is not gonna sell in in Christmas, they still don't, they don't want to put the house on the market in Christmas. They're going to do it in January, February, whatever it is. Get the appointment in. Get them to sign the paperwork. Get them locked in early so that you can get go ahead and move forward. Another way to look at it, by the way, for real estate agents is, you know, houses do sell in the fourth quarter. So we're in October. You get a listing agreement done today. You put it on the market. You know, you might get some pushback from from. Uh, from a potential seller saying, you know, hey, houses don't sell in in December or they don't sell in November, which is false, right? I mean, yeah. you can literally pull it up on the IRS from last year's information. I mean, the IRS, sorry, wrong mindset. In the MLS, <laughs> MLS, right? Yeah. And you can look it up in the MLS and you can see how many homes sold in November, how many homes sold in December. They still yes, do. It is less, mm-hmm. right? It is less, but homes do get sold. And for people who are looking to buy, who need to buy as soon as possible, if you have your house on the market, you have less competition in the fourth quarter True. than you do in the spring when everybody else is going to put their house on the market. Right, right. Right? So make sure you explain that to your to your sellers. Hey, you know, I know it's the holidays. I know it's tough, but there are people looking to buy. And if you know if you really are are considering getting this property sold as soon as possible, you might want to get this done in the fourth quarter. We were those people once. I remember a couple of years ago, I was up in Oregon signing uh, papers with a notary so that we could get a house closed before the end of the year. That's right. We We've were trying to that. get we were trying to get that closed uh, for tax purposes. I think it was yeah because we were trying to close out before the year ended. Yep. Absolutely. So there's always reasons why people need to buy or people need to sell before the end of the year. So don't take that as you know no houses are sold or no houses are purchased at the end of the year. That's just a flat out lie, right? That's not true. The situation might be different, but the opportunity is still there. And even if they are going to be persistent and wait till the spring, that's okay too. Get the listing agreement squared away now and just put in your listing agreement. We'll start the sale date on whatever date the seller wants in the future. Mm -hmm. But at least you know you have that in contract because once you have it in contract, you're ready to go. You know that the beginning of the year is going to look better if you have five listing agreements or six listing agreements starting January one. Right. right, and you mentioned something <clears throat> just a minute ago about opportunity. The end of the year, this fourth quarter, it is an opportunity, not just for you to be in front of people when there's less competition, but also it's the perfect time to start meeting new people and growing that circle of influence for yourself. Oh, for sure, for sure. And and uh, before we jump into like networking events, which we're going to be talking about here and building those circle of influence, remember that... If you go to your real estate office or if you go to your insurance office, I mean, if you're a 1099 person and you go to the parking lot, you're going to notice it's the fourth quarter. There's going to be less and less and less cars in the parking lot, which means you're the only one hustling. You're the only one working. You're the only one preparing for your next year. Don't let that 
Don't let that be discouraging. Don't let it be discouraging. Take it as an opportunity, right? Jeez, look, I'm the only one hustling. And then when January comes around the corner and your name's on the board as a top sales agent, you're going to know it's because of the work that you did in the fourth quarter. It's because the rest of y'all decided not to come to work. Decided so, to take those extra days off because it's the end of the year. It's the end and of the year. I'll put it off till later. So yeah. guess what? You get the cream of the crop. Nobody's selling right now anyway. That's just an excuse you tell yourself. That's your ego getting in the way of what it is you need to do. Back to that ego. Back to that ego. All right. So let's talk a little bit about networking events, right? It's the holidays. Everybody's out to meet people. I don't know about you, but holiday parties, Uh right? We got house parties. We got Thanksgiving events. We got Halloween events. We got all kinds of things going on. Donations. You live in a place like San Diego. There's always something going on for all the holidays. I mean, everywhere you go, there's, you know, Halloween decorations everywhere. There's going to be Thanksgiving celebrations everywhere. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on for all of the different events. You know, uh, the the Christmas events and everything. There's so much opportunity for you to go, go out and practice your Forge script. Practice your fortune. Get out there and meet new people. This is the the most opportunistic time of the year for you to meet new people. People are open at this time of year. They they want to talk to new people. They want to share the brotherly love and all this stuff, right? Yeah. They want to go out and talk to you. So get out there and talk to them. Look, sales is not always about the quick turn and burn closing of a transaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the best salespeople make are making build relationships that last a long time that right. get that recurring business that they're the people that people refer out because they have these bonds these connections these relationships that they build and now is one of the best times to go out and build those yeah no i totally i totally agree you know a lot of these sales jobs really are relationship businesses and it makes me think of uh, one of our favorite reps from one of our carriers you know i don't know if we're allowed to say names but whatever sandy like she's amazing to the point that she doesn't even necessarily work for our company she's just one of our partners from one of our you know carriers but we invite her yeah we invite her to our christmas parties because she's a person that we really get along with right and aside from the fact that she works for a company that helps you out she's just cool exactly yeah exactly and if you are that type of person people are gonna want to help you out we want to do business with Sandy, we want to do business with the people Hartford. we like. And yeah, essentially, we like. you want to you want to do business, do business with, with people, people we like. like. There you go, perfect, yeah. well said. Regardless of what the company is, especially like if you're in real estate, nobody really knows what company you work for. Sure, there's some big names out there, right? They're Century Twenty Ones or the Remaxes or the Keller Williams, whatever it is. But ultimately, they don't they don't call Keller Williams or Century Twenty One. They call you. Right. Right. They're, they want to work with you they, because you've built that relationship with those people. So now's the time to get out there and do that. Go out, donate your time, go to these events. You know, door knock. People are home when these days that you're taking time off, right? These days that you're not going to work during Thanksgiving or, or during Christmas, whatever. And don't make it a sales pitch, right? Maybe you pick your top clients or the, the ones that you have moderate relationships with and consider going door to door and giving them, you know, goodies. Maybe you can do like a reverse trick or treat, right? With some mediocre clients. Hey, you know, Hey, my name's Hernan and you know, I'm here in the neighborhood. I'm a real estate agent. And I do a lot of different things. I just wanted to, you know, introduce myself and hand out some candy. You know, I know you're going to hand out candy during Halloween, but Hey, you know what? Here's a little thank you for, you know, being part of my network. And, you know, I'd appreciate it if, uh, if you have thought of me anytime, you had a 
referral or something, whatever your industry, insert industry here, right? Insert Real estate industry, yeah. or insurance or whatever it is that you do, right? But do some reverse door knocking. Why not? Yeah, or a little a little bag of Hershey's Kisses with your business card in that's there. That's it. That's it. Here you it's go. It's just a little gesture, right? Here, here, give the give the Hershey's Kisses away for Halloween. Like you know, you're gonna be giving away candy. You can give these away. Just keep the card, right? Or maybe you've been trying to work on I don't know getting through to secretaries that that won't pass your information on to the decision maker. Oh yeah, pop by right. Go give them a little bit of Starbucks on that day. Say hey here, you know this is the what Christmas mint or whatever it is. Sure, like, yeah. Whatever the holiday brand or the pumpkin spice, whatever it is, right? And bring a little bit of something. The Starbucks Show, red cup. Right. Sometimes you got to get in with that gatekeeper and get build a relationship with them because now if you have a good relationship with that person when you do need something or when better said their boss needs something and ask them to get a quote who do you think they're going to call exactly right build that relationship with them and now in in the season of giving that's the time to do it right take advantage of these opportunities i got i got uh, real estate agents that do pies Right. Mm-hmm. So they get their top, you know, 20, 30 clients or whatever it is, and they go out and they give pies, you know, hey, thanks for being a great client. I wanted to give you this pie as a Thanksgiving gesture. Hope your year's great. And, you know, if you have anybody that needs my help, here's my information. You know, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's just it's just a gesture. Don't get caught up on should I get apple pie or pecan pie or pumpkin? Who cares? <laughs> it's just a gesture, right? I got agents that do wine bottles. Um, I, but you're going to love it, though. You're going to love it when you deliver a pie and they're like, is this gluten free? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chances are they won't do that to your face, I'm right? Sure Who won't. cares if they eat it or not? It's the gesture, right? <laughs> You, thought. Yeah. So so it's just like teasing. yeah. It's For like those of you who actually are allergic to gluten, I'm just teasing you yeah. guys. Sorry, Katya. Yeah, sorry, Katya. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. All right, so so I mean, it's it's going out and making that gesture, t- taking that extra step, taking advantage of the season that's here, and building those relationships. So if you do that, the 90 day rule is going to go into effect and you're going to have a great first quarter. So in case you guys don't know what the 90 day rule is, I was about to ask. Go for it. What's the 90 day rule? No, oh, you're going to ask me. I was going to ask oh, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, the 90-day rule? So in, in the 90-day rule, it could be a 60-day rule depending on your industry, but most transactions aren't going to close And as far as the sales cycle is concerned from the point of when you meet a client to the point when they close, 60 to 90 days out, right? Mm-hmm. So so when somebody's in the buying window. So think of a real estate, for example. If I have a client, I meet with them, I sign the listing agreement, we agree, we put it on the market, they, you, we finally get offers, it goes into escrow, we do inspections, appraisals, go back and forth with negotiation, finally get every, the funding in and we close, right? That could be 60 to 90 days out. Mm-hmm. And so you're not going to get paid on, on the work you did today until 60 or 90 days in the future. So if we're thinking October right now, we're not going to get paid till January. You're thinking November when you finally get that deal scored away you're not going to get paid till february Mm -hmm. you think december you're not going to pay till march so you're thinking 90 days in the future so if you're thinking that way your first quarter stuff starts now your first quarter results start in the fourth quarter that makes a lot of sense you have to build those relationships you have to commit to talking to at least five new people every day in the fourth quarter still right now building these new relationships because the work you do in the fourth quarter is going to affect your first quarter you want to be the leader in sales board in your office you need to do the work today when you show up to your office and the car the the parking lot is empty you're just the only car there that means you're doing the work to have a great first quarter but you got to get out there and do it this is your opportunity to practice using the ford script right family occupation recreation and dreams get out there and start talking make some conversations and guess what if you suck at it who cares They'll forgive you. They will. And now is your time to practice. So get your, let your ego get out of the way. 
and go out there and talk to some people. You want to drill down on that a little bit, or you good? No, good, 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 good. All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna finish up here with this last little section. What are the common things or common themes that we get from from? Well, I'll tell you about real estate agents. You can tell me a common thing you might get from from insurance agents. But for real estate agents, the fourth quarter is usually a time where they start doing a lot of passive things. They start looking back at their year and start thinking, okay, well, how much money did I make this last year? Mm-hmm. Is my split with my broker good? Did my broker help me out like a, like I expected them mm-hmm. to, right? So I got a lot of agents thinking about switching brokers. And if that's you, if you're thinking, if you're considering switching brokers, shoot me an email, Hernan at csfirst.com, because I got a great brokerage model that uh, that's new in the market. They're kicking some butt. Plus, they got some awesome, awesome uh, passive income opportunities as well as retirement plan type things, stock options, all kinds of weird stuff, all kinds of cool stuff that's amazing and they're changing the way real estate is done overall. So if you haven't heard about them already, let me know. I will get you in contact and we'll we'll talk a little bit further on that. So I got agents that are, that are thinking about switching brokerages, right? That's issue number one. Another thing that I see from real estate agents is they start to do their continuing education. And that's not a bad thing, right? You got you got time that, that you, you have some downtime. You have agents that are not going to be working. You have those red X's on your calendar. Take advantage of those times. Go get your continuing education done. Get it done ahead of time. That way you're not wasting those super productive times in the spring or in the uh, you know first or second quarter where you should be focusing your attention so much more on all the transactions that will be closing during that time. Use the fourth quarter to get your continuing education done so your so your license doesn't lapse right Mm -hmm. make sure you take care of the nitty-gritty so that you can get those things out of the way don't waste the opportunity and then the last thing that i have agents doing during the fourth quarter is they start improving their skills right we're entering a new market we're starting to see more houses on the market we're starting to see um, buyers less buyers qualifying and then you couple that with fourth quarter where buyers just completely disappear you're going to see a lot more inventory come the beginning of january right so we're going to see what's happening with prices there if we start seeing huge trickle downs in prices then your your uh short sale you know, game should be up. Your foreclosure right. game should yep. be up. And if you're not preparing yourself for that, then, you know, you got another thing coming when the market changes. So you need to take this time to start improving your skills. And the best way to do that is to start with coaching, right? Our coaching program offers so much training on these changing markets, how to make money, um, not even in real estate or how to make money, uh, generate passive income. Like I told you in the other brokerage model or improve your skills on short sales or understand how to become an REO agent or understand how to do foreclosures, all these different things. If you have no clue, or if your broker has no clue, that's when you need to go out on your own. Remember you are in business for yourself. Your broker's not there to make you rich. Your boss is not there to make you rich, right? Your broker's only there to ensure that you have good legal guidance in your transactions Mm -hmm. but they're not there to improve your skills that's all on you so make sure you go to our website csfirst.com click on the free coaching call improve your skills in the first quarter in the fourth quarter so that your first quarter is amazing there you go right so how about you you get anything for the insurance side yeah you talked you talked about continuing education which is definitely something that could be very beneficial uh, I think with real estate, you have to go through a certain number of hours every four years. Is that every right? Every four years, yeah. With insurance, it's every two years. So taking this time, you know, when it's a little bit slower right now. And the fact is, it is a little bit slower. With insurance, there's more of a financial commitment involved. 
And a lot of times people have, you know, the holidays and all these things coming up that they're trying to hold on to every penny that they have. And so thinking about buying an insurance policy, it can be a little bit tough right now. But there are certain times when it's needed. Mandatory, right? right? When your X date's coming up. When you're yeah, when you're up for renewal, you know, that's that's gonna happen. If you are just getting ready to start a new business or whatever it is, opening a new location maybe, uh, or if you are just buying a new car. Or if you're doing event insurance, right? So if you do specific events, trade shows or or little farmer's markets or little haunted houses, houses, whatever it is. Pumpkin patches. All those different Christmas tree sales, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All all of those uh, businesses need insurance. And so there are still opportunities out there. Um, but yeah, it's just a matter of going out there and talking to those folks and building that, that. I love the idea also of going to more networking events, because like you said, this is a good time to start building those relationships. And you never know when somebody's in their buying window. They could be in their buying window right now. They could be in their buying window in the next 45 to 90 days before the year is out. And if you're meeting with those people, if you're taking the time to meet with those people, then you're the one that's going to get that opportunity and not anybody else. Absolutely. By the way, for those looking for continuing education in the insurance world, we're just going to go out and plug MikeRust.org. Because uh, they got internet uh, online based uh, CE or they got classroom based CE. Or if you don't even have a license yet and you want to get it, you can get your real estate license, your notary license, your insurance license, pretty much most uh, financial licenses right there, micrest.org. Yeah, that would be a really great way to close out the year and start a, start 2019 on a high note. Yep, org. By the way, you get a discount if you use CS First as a promo code. So. Get your license or get your CE right there through Mike Russ. All right. Well, that's pretty much all the time we got for today. So make sure you guys go out, do what you need to do. Take your calendar, really sit down and be honest with yourself what days you're going to work because you're you're narrowing it down. We got it down to 36 actual working days. So don't let the fourth quarter slip by. Otherwise, you're going to feel it in the first quarter. Get out there and make your 2019 the best year ever. That's all I got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.